So maybe you've decided it's time to start a podcast. You've got all your ideas. You've got your people ready. You've got your equipment. Now the big question, what do you actually podcast about? That's the question. I'm going to answer it for you today on this episode. So the real question is this, how can we as local and small business owners finally take control of our marketing by leveling the playing field for us little guys without having to have huge budgets and spend a fortune on big tech just to make our businesses thrive? That is the question. And this is the answer. Welcome to podcasting for small and local business. Hi there. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Christy Hostler, And for those of you that have not met me yet, I've been podcasting since 2012. I've had a full service podcast production company for the last eight years, worked with over 250 podcasters. And now we are all about focusing on monetizing shows and getting the biggest bang for our buck out of the podcast that we've created. So I've made over a million dollars in podcasting and I'm living the life of my dreams because of it. And you can, too. So thank you for joining me today. You're here because you want to learn how a small business or a local business can benefit from podcasting. And we've talked a lot about the technical aspects of podcasting and what you need and the equipment and how you should do it and who should do it and a lot of different aspects about it. But one of the things where people consistently get stuck is in what to podcast about. And so I want to give you some ideas today that you can take from here and then go and begin creating a content calendar for your podcast. It seems to be a struggle for many podcasters or many people that are running podcasts to figure out what to podcast about because you feel like you've talked your subjects to death. You feel like you've said it once. So what else is there to say about it? And especially if you're not doing interviews and you're just using your podcast to showcase your local or small business, then it can become a little bit, um, you know, it's like the show must go on. But if you don't know what content to put out, it's a bigger struggle than it needs to be. And so what I want to talk to you about are my five P's of podcasting. And this is for you as a local or small business you are going to want to pay attention because all of these P's have to do with the types of things that you can podcast about. So P number one, the first P is your people. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, many people that do business with businesses want to know about the people that work there. They want to know about you as the owner. They want to know about your origin story. They want to know why you started that business. They want to know how you started it. What did you have to go through? What kind of sacrifice? And so by sharing your origin story, not just yours, but also the people that work with you in your business, you can endear an audience to you and you can endear customers to you in a way that no business transaction can. And the reason is because we're all people in the first place, right? So the more we know about the other people that we're dealing with, the more we can relate to them, the more we can identify with them. I know in my business right now, I have a specific, a very key team member on my team who lots of my clients have interaction with. And 
that team member is actually fighting a battle with cancer right now. And we haven't talked about it. We don't talk about it. It's not my place to put somebody's healthcare information out there. So I can't do that for that team member. But I can guarantee you that if those clients that were in constant contact with this team member knew what was going on behind the scenes and that there was a battle going on for her very life, then they would be so much more in tune with and connected to that team member I have as a person. Because you are a small and local business, many times you're going to have team members that your clientele just love. You might even have new team members. So a great place to start with your podcast is introducing your people on your podcast. Now, you're going to have a lot of different personality types within your business, and you'll have some people that will be more excited about this than others. But especially the more customer-facing a person is, the more important that it is for you to get their story out. If they've overcome extreme challenges in their lives, if they've had any kind of story of battling something in order to kind of become victorious and still be working in the community and working in your business, like sharing those trials and tribulations. You know, maybe you have a team member who has a child that has some sort of a health issue that they're fighting. And so maybe it's the kind of thing where you can enlist the community to help fundraise or help with donations or something like that, because there might be a child that is fighting for their life or fighting for healing from a specific disease or something like that. Maybe you've had team members who have overcome tremendous obstacles in order to achieve something in their life. And now they're here and they're willing to talk about it. And you can endear your listeners and your customers to those team members by just opening up and sharing a little bit about their story. You might have team members, I I see it every time, that there's a TV show on called Undercover Boss. And I know they go through casting. And, you know, I I know I get all the all the ways that those are not just random conversations that people end up having when they're on Undercover Boss. But it seems like every single time you turn around, that business owner is sitting there in the presence of an employee that is most of the time doing pretty good work for them. And then they decide to go to on break and on break, they talk about their personal lives a little bit. Many of them, maybe it's a 20 year old team member that's trying to take care of their younger brothers and sisters. Maybe they're trying to support their mother and their their other siblings by the work that they're maybe they've never been able to go to college because they've had to work since they were 14 because their mother battled cancer or something and can't provide for the family. You hear amazing stories of these people, and what does it do to you? What does it do to that CEO who's there as the undercover boss? It, man, it makes them appreciate the effort and the attention that they have given to the business in spite of all of this. I mean, and you hear it again and again and again. And the more it's just like, you know, it's right now we're in Olympic season and You know, you can see these talented performers. You can see 
these athletes that have trained and their life's work is in their event. But what happens is when you see behind the scenes and you see what they've had to overcome and you see that they've maybe had setbacks along the way and you see that they've maybe had to fight their way back and you see that they've had to get up at five o'clock in the morning and go to swim for three hours before they would even go to school and they did that and their immigrant parents worked jobs and did whatever so they could provide a better life for their children, we become endeared and bonded to those Olympic athletes. Well, you've got Olympic caliber people within your business, and many of those stories of the people, it's like the stories behind the business need to be told to your audience. You need to share what goes on. You know, right now, a lot of small and local businesses are, are struggling post-COVID. They've, they've made it through COVID, and now they're in a situation where they're short-staffed, tempers are <laughs> hair-trigger. Your public-facing employees, man, they're really being put through the ringer right now with some completely unacceptable behavior from your customers. And I've seen signs around that have said, you know, the whole world is short-staffed right now. Please be kind to the ones that show up because you never know what they're going through. And whenever you think about it, and you might have had employees, like I I had an employee one time when I was, I uh, managed a sales team within a call center. And this guy wanted his job so bad that he would ride a bicycle like 15 miles each way to get to and from work. We had a snowstorm one time, and that dude rode his bicycle to work in the snowstorm because he wanted to be there and he wanted to to serve. And I mean, of course, he wanted to get paid, too. Obviously, if you stayed out of work, you don't get paid. But he did extraordinary things to get to work. These are stories that you need to be telling your customers. There are people in your business right now that are pulling seven-day-a-week work schedules, that are pulling double shifts, that are doing extraordinary things. And by highlighting them and sharing your people with your clients, you can endear customers in a way that a discount won't, in a way that a sale won't, in a way that great customer service won't. And so I would encourage you to highlight your people. And do it in a way that lets your audience and your clients and your customers get to know those people just a little bit. Do you ever have those people that you, I'm just going to take something random as an example, but you ever have those people that you know in one scenario, like maybe they are your uh, hairdresser or something like that. And it's not until all of a sudden one day you happen to be eating out somewhere in town And you see that hairdresser pull up on a Harley Davidson motorcycle or something like that. And you go, wow, I never knew that person was a Harley person. I never knew that person rode a motorcycle. Well, if you also ride a motorcycle and you're a Harley person or you've always wanted to be because there's let's face it, there's a lot more people that have wanted to do it, but never have than have actually done it. You are going to have a whole different level of respect and just awe and a little bit more of a bond with that person. And the next time, now you have something to talk about and you get to know a little bit more about their lives. Maybe you have some employees that are doing some amazing volunteer work, whether they're coaching ball teams in your community, whether they're working on social activism or even environmental issues within your communities. 
Those are people you need to be talking about. And those are people you need to be sharing with your client base because it will bond, will make them bond with all the people that have like interest. So the second P is processes. Processes can be kind of (laughs) boring. Don't get me wrong, but in your business, there are some processes that you probably put into place for things like quality control, maybe things like you know, if, if you are a product producing place for manufacturing, there are some processes that you put into place. And a lot of these processes are things that you need to talk about to your clients and you need to highlight as a feature because it could be what differentiates you from someone else. I'll give you an example. If you are a coffee roaster or something like that. There might be a specific process that you use in roasting your coffee that nobody else does, but it's that process. Maybe it's bringing the coffee beans up to a certain temperature and letting them cool down and then doing it a second time. Maybe they're double roasted. I don't even know if that's a thing, but maybe there's something that you're doing with your processes for your products and services to make sure you put out a quality product. I know this is funny. We Probably nationwide in the United States, we have a company called, um, I think it's called SafeLight, SafeLight Auto Glass. And part of what they've put out in their marketing campaigns is how, number one, the technician will meet you anywhere you are and do the work right there in the parking lot of wherever you happen to be to get your windshield fixed. And so it might be that you go to work and you discover on the way to work that you have got a crack in your windshield and you can call up SafeLight and they'll come and they have a little app that shows you when they're there and when they're working and all that. And they come to wherever you are. So you're working in your office and they come and put the windshield on or fix it or repair it or whatever. They also have done a marketing campaign around a process where they repair a chip in your windshield, which does not mean a full replacement of a windshield. So that process of repairing the chip and making it look brand new and preserving your windshield and the integrity of it, I am sure it is a proprietary process that they have figured out. And by letting you as a consumer know that you don't have to have a completely busted broken windshield with a huge crack across it, you can prevent a worse repair by catching it when it's small. Like that process is something that educating their customers about means that they get more people earlier in the cracking cycle or the breaking cycle of that windshield. And that is the type of things. What are you doing in your processes? Maybe you are some sort of a repair company or your plumbing or whatever, and you use cameras that can go all the way down and inspect people's lines. Maybe you're a HVAC company and you have a process where you go throughout a customer's home with a temperature gun or you do an infrared map of their home or something so you can see where the cold air is coming out or going in or where the heat is escaping or whatever. You know, these are like a lot of these require equipment or technology that you have had to make an investment in. 
But by explaining those processes to your clients and your customers, they are going to have a much higher view of what the services that you provide to them. If they just say, we come out and we clear the blockage on your line so you won't have a, a blockage in your plumbing system, that's one thing. But if they say, you know what, we've invested in cameras and we've invested in training each of our technicians that go out and how to use these cameras. And let me tell you what we find with these cameras. We can run them all through your pipes. We can go down there. We can actually look and we can see what's causing clogs. We can actually see what's causing clogs. We can see what's causing deterioration of your pipes. We can actually see if you have old cast iron pipes somewhere that are now cracking up because they're so rusted. We can see if you have tree roots that are coming into your pipelines. And so we don't just want to help you get that pipe cleared for now. We want to help you stop the problem that's going to cause you to have to replace a bunch more pipes down the road. Any kind of a service-based business, you've got processes for quality assurance. You've got reasons why you do this first and that second. And the more you can explain that to your clients and your customers and your potential customers, the more your customers will be educated about what you do. They'll have a higher view of the work that you do and the money that you charge for that work. And so the quality piece of it is there because they understand more. This is why you pay more for someone to come out from us than you would someone else because we have this equipment and we use these lines and we check your pipes and we look for cracks and and things where your uh, heat and air is escaping. And we can perform this sort of an audit on your home to show you where you're losing dollars. If you explain processes and things that you've established in your business to your clients, it's going to be a win for you all around. And that is something that makes for great podcast material. The third, the first P was people. The second P is processes. The third is products. You probably either create or sell products in your business, whether they are products that you use on the back end. You know, maybe you just have a restaurant, but it's important for you to use certain sanitation products right now that kill the COVID virus. Maybe there are certain products you're using and certain steps you're taking for COVID mitigation. If you have some of those, like our local airport in Key West has some of those robots that go around at the end of every day and they sanitize. So it's like it goes through and it just sanitizes the whole place as that robot runs through. Well, that's something that the airport has invested in. And you know what? It's worth talking about because it makes people understand that every surface in that place has been sanitized at least once a day, at the start of every day and at the end of every day. And so you can feel better about going to that airport knowing it's not just sitting there with weeks and months worth of germs from icky tourists traveling through. So there are products that you're using. There is a certain local restaurant in town in Key West, and it's three meal a day type restaurant. So it's there serves breakfast, lunch and dinner. One of the things that I love going to that restaurant for is because they have the most amazing French press coffee. And, you know, you pay a little bit more for French press coffee. But what's more important to me is the stories behind the coffee beans that they've chosen to sell in their restaurant. And they're all hand curated 
by the owner of the restaurant who happens to be a huge coffee snob. And he's able to go through and tell you sort of the origins of each type of roast that there is or each type of bean and why he chose these from this part of the world versus those from the other part of the world. And you just begin to go in there and feel like you get a richer, fuller experience from your French press coffee than just a pitcher of coffee sitting in front of you that you're going to pour and drink two or three cups and then be on your way. I go there to enjoy that coffee experience and to see what new he has to try. You might be making products, whether you're an ice cream shop or you're a restaurant or whatever, you're making things. If you have some beautiful new produce that came in and you are creating amazing things from it and products that are, you're going to sell to your audience, talk about those products and the heritage of those products and where those products came from and why you choose them. It makes a difference for many people, whether you're using certain types of products over another type of a product. If you're using all natural ingredients and you're trying to make sure you're not putting in any crazy chemicals into anything that would get to your consumers, they need to know about that. If you're investing in sustainable packaging for your products, or you're trying to reduce your carbon footprint, like those are all things that you need to be talking about. Products. What products do you make? What products do you select? What products do you use within your business? Those are all things that you could talk about. And if you are a retail store, there is a specific retail store, a jewelry type store in Key West, and the lady who owns it really makes it a point to try to get jewelry from women around the world that are making jewelry so that they can better their position in life. And many of them are in third world countries and their jewelry making business is what is going to propel their families with the five, six, seven, eight children and, and grandparents and everyone else out of poverty. And she makes it a point to use those types of suppliers for her products. But that's very important to the person purchasing that to know, you know what, this was made by a villager in this village who goes out every day and mines these stones or creates this craft or whatever they do. And you need to be sharing those stories. The more people see the care and the concern and how you treat the products and how you scrutinize the products that you provide to them, the more they are going to be endeared with your store, with your business, and with your story. If you are someone who is particularly like a vegan or something like that, if there is a store that you know that has a large selection of vegan products, you're going to be more likely to go to that store. And each time they go out sourcing products, if you know that they're specifically looking for things that will appeal to their vegan customers without leather and other animal byproducts, then you are probably going to be permanently going to that store first before you shop anywhere else because you appreciate that they're catering to your values and your desires. So people that patronize your businesses need to know what values you have and what kind of things like that are important to you. So the first was people. The second is processes. The third P was products. 
The fourth P is problems. You need to podcast about problems, not problems within your business, but problems that you are solving for your customers, especially if you are in a service business. This is the kind of thing where you're going to have no end to the content you can produce. If you're sending out people to repair things, you're in people's homes trying to fix things, you're in people's homes trying to improve them or upgrade them, you're going to run into all sorts of problems. You can even, if you're even in the healthcare industry or something like that, you can have a situation where you are solving problems and people need to know what the symptoms and signs of the problems are so they'll know when to call you and that they know that you know how to fix them. So by talking about the common problems, and you could probably right now go through a bunch of customer profiles that you serve and talk about the top 10 problems that people have with this, that, or the other, right? And those are things that you want to talk about. And you want to share what the problem is and show how you have a solution for it. That really goes a long way for making interesting content, educational content, and also content that builds your authority and reputation with your clients and your potential clients. Number four was problems. Number five is promotions. So it is also okay within a podcast episode for you to talk about the promotions that you have. It might be that you have uh, something that happens once a week or once a month or whatever that you are uh, sponsoring. Maybe it's a a market or a fair or a, a musical type thing that you're down and your uh, business is there in front of a venue or something like that. You can promote what you're doing within your business and within your community on your podcast. You should be doing that. Everyone should know what is going on. I love it best, honestly, whenever local businesses use a podcast to build up their local audience base, and then they use the podcast to give out exclusive discounts that people don't even know about unless you listen to the podcast. And they do exclusive promotions to get people in. Restaurants are prime for this kind of thing, because if you have a podcast for your restaurant and people listen to it, whether it's to know what the daily specials are, what you're cooking today, what can people pick up on their way home to take for dinner. And all of a sudden it's Tuesday night and Tuesday night happens to be your lowest volume night. And you could put out a promotion that morning to say, this is what we're having tonight. Please come in, stop by on your way home from work. We've got it to go. We've got it takeout. We've got it COVID friendly, whatever the situation is. Like you can literally change the traffic patterns and the revenue patterns within your business by getting your audience used to listening for special discounts. And when you have a podcast, you're going to have QR codes and all kinds of things around your local business, actual physical location where people can come in contact with your podcast. And you're going to be pointing everybody that comes into your business to your podcast because this is our outlet where we're not putting ads in the paper to talk about a special, but we put it out on our own platform, which is our podcast. And so if you want to know what we're doing, maybe it's there's a certain something that you make and it's a special that only happens every so often. You're putting it out, put it out there 
on your podcast. If you're making it today or you're making it tomorrow or you just got this batch of whatever in with us in the Florida Keys, it's the fisherman just came into the dock and we have this beautiful triple tail or whatever type of fish it is. Then And then know that tomorrow in the, the restaurant, there's a, a triple tail fish special. And that's what you want to come in for because we don't get this stuff very often, right? So you want to be using your podcast to really become the mouthpiece for promotions. The reason you want your people listening to your podcast to hear about your promotions is because if they're listening to your podcast for that, then you have to spend a lot less dollars advertising in places all around your community to get the word out about your specials because you've already got your traffic and your customers coming to you. And if you really go all in on giving them exclusive something, even if it's just like this is a special code word of the day. And for any customers that come in and say the special code word, you get a prize, you get a discount, you get a free whatever. Like, get people involved, gamify what you're doing with your promotions, and definitely use it to drive that within your podcast listenership. It'll take a while at first. It takes a while to change people's patterns and change people's habits. But you want to be getting people on platforms that you own and that you're not having to pay to access every time to get in front of them. And that is going to be your podcast. So I hope you kind of just gives you an overview of what you can do and how you can create podcast content. There are probably a bunch of other P's that I could have added here, but I don't want to overwhelm you. So the five P's of creating podcast content are talking about your people, talking about your processes, talking about your products, talking about the problems that you solve for your customers, and talking about your promotions. And with that, you can have a ton of podcast content that you as a small or local business will never run out of. If there's something I can do to help you with your podcast for your local business and you need more ideas, you can simply go to teampodcast.com. That's T-E-A-M podcast.com. And we have resources there for you. There's uh, ways we can help you with your podcast, help you launch your podcast, anything like that. Um, We're all down for it because we're podcasting all day, every day. And that's what our life has become and we love it. So if we can help you in any way, teampodcast.com. Otherwise, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining me today on Podcasting for Small and Local Business. If you need help starting a podcast for your local business so you can take control of your own marketing, just visit us at teampodcast.com. That's T-E-A-M podcast.com.